palavras, lemando. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. By the Malaysian Insight, this is the Najib Razak 1MDB trial, and I'm Patrick Teo. Shafi Abdullah, Najib's lead counsel, accused Sharul Haumi of making a deal to sing like a bird so he wouldn't be charged for his role in 1MDB. The lawyer told the court that Sharul should have been one of the earlier persons to be charged in this case, but he had instead made a deal with the prosecution to incriminate Najib. Sharul, however, remained composed and simply replied, No, and I disagree to the lawyer's accusations. Sharul, the former 1MDB CEO, was already in the witness stand ready to give his testimony when Judge Colin Sakera arrived in the courtroom. Before proceedings got underway, Shafi made an application for proceedings to end earlier, around 2pm, as the lawyer was needed at the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, more commonly known as Wismaputra. He requested that proceedings continue without breaking for lunch, hence allowing court to adjourn earlier. Shafi also requested to vacate tomorrow's hearing to allow Najib to campaign for his political party at the Chini by-election in Pahang, a state three hours north of Kuala Lumpur. Judge Colin Sakera asked if Najib was able to do a half-day session tomorrow, but Shafi informs him that it was impossible, as the former Prime Minister has a full schedule of programmes starting today until the by-election on Saturday. The judge then allows the Defence Council's application. Having gotten that out of the way, Shafi delved right into questioning Sharul. Shafi asked the witness about a trip taken by former 1MDB Chief Finance Officer Azmi Tahir with 1MDB's Executive Director of Finance Terence Gay and 1MDB's General Counsel Jasmine Liu. The trio had taken a trip to Singapore in June 2012 to sort out matters relating to 1MDB's funds. While in Singapore, Asmi, Terence and Jasmine also met up with banker Yeo Jiawei and Yak Yu Chi from Swiss bank BSI at the Mandarin Oriental. Yeo, a wealth manager, and Yak, BSI Singapore's former managing director, have both been charged and sentenced in Singapore for the roles they played in the misappropriation of 1MDB funds. Did you know they met up with the BSI bankers? Shafi asked Sharul. No, Sharul answered. I found out later when I was questioned by the Malaysian police. Did they report what transpired in the meeting to you then? Again, Sharul said no. He said that his understanding at the time was that the meeting was about managing the funds. I don't micromanage. They would just tell me that things went okay and I would leave it at that. I don't interrogate them about who they met and what was discussed, Sharul added. Shafi then turned to the prosecution and asked if Yeo will be called as a witness. Deputy Public Prosecutor Akram Garib informs him that Yeo will not be called. Yak and former head of BSI Wealth Management Services, Kevin Michael Swami Pile, are on the list of witnesses to be called. Next, 
Shafi asked Charu about a meeting between Azmi, Terence, and Jasmine with Bridge Partners International Investments at the Mandarin Oriental in Singapore. Bridge Partners is a Hong Kong-based company that bought 1MDB's 49% stake in Petro-Saudi Oil Services Limited, or PSOL, in exchange for unit trust. Sharul tells the lawyer that he was not aware of such a meeting. At the time, Sharul said he was also not aware of Brazen Sky, the special-purpose vehicle incorporated in the British Virgin Islands set up to repatriate 1MDB funds. I found out later when I was brought documents to sign, the witness said. The lawyer then suggests that the investment in Bridge Partners, which was supposed to be transferred to Brazen Sky, was done to hoodwink and cheat 1MDB. Are you aware that this was created in order to achieve a specific and false accounting effect to inflate the value of 1MDB's assets? The lawyer asked. Sharo merely replied that he wasn't aware of it at the time. After a 15-minute break, during which Najib took the opportunity to stretch his legs, Shafi moved on to ask Sharu about secret profits made by the BSI bankers from 1MDB. Shafi told Sharu that Yeo had complained in court during his trial that his former boss, Kevin Swamipile, had not been charged in Singapore, similar to how Najib is complaining about why the others involved in 1MDB have not been charged. Swami Pillay testified against Yeo and detailed efforts to conceal millions that the two men received in kickbacks and rewards for structures and arrangements for BSI clients. He also described how he and Yeo used fictitious names, prepaid SIM cards and coded language on instant messaging services WhatsApp and Telegram once they realised that investigators were homing in on their ill-gotten gains. I put it to you that you should have been one of the earliest persons to be charged for this, Shafi told the witness. I disagree, Sharul replied calmly. Did you make a deal with the MACC and the prosecution that you will sing like a bird here and you would not get charged? I put it to you that you made a deal with the prosecution like Swami Pillay. No, I disagree, replied the witness. Has anyone sued you for negligence? the lawyer asked. Sharul said, no. That too, because a deal has been struck that you would not be charged until you incriminate my client, Shafi accused. But Sharul disagreed. After several more questions at 2pm, Judge Collin allowed proceedings to be adjourned. The 1MDB trial will resume on July 15th. This podcast was brought to you by The Malaysian Insight. It is produced, written and mixed by Revati Supramaniam with additional reporting by Bede Hong. I'm Patrick Teo.